Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. All right. Good morning. Welcome, everyone. It is Tuesday, March the 14th, 2023. And I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you are. So hello to everyone watching in the USA and India, the Philippines, Thailand, Germany, Australia. Uh, I want to give some shout out to some friends who said that they'd be watching. So please go ahead and leave your name and your location in the comments. Say hello from like uh, the USA or North Carolina, wherever you are. And there we go. We have Justin from the USA joining us this morning. Um, and there's Vineet from India. Uh, welcome to everyone watching in India. Wow, there's Anna from the Philippines. Mabuhai, how are you? And there's Tracy from the USA. Uh, let me say good morning or afternoon in Uganda to um, Magala. Grace, I hope you are having a fantastic time there uh, at Care Africa Ministries in Kampala. Uh, I want to also say hello to Samson uh, in East Africa there in Uganda as well. And let's see, I think we've got Makuga uh, uh, watching there in Uganda as well. Wow, way to go, everyone. Uh, Pastor Raja. In Hyderabad, I hope you're doing well. There's Nicholas from Kenya. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad uh, to see people joining. There's Abby from Manipur, India. Welcome. There's Joshua. Yes, Joshua from Rajamandre. Uh, there's Naomi from the Philippines. Hello, Chris from the Philippines. How are you? I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, I want to say hello to, uh, I think it's Ayas in Pakistan. God bless you, uh, Javon in India, uh, Joshua in India. We've already said hello to him. Um, let me make sure I haven't missed anyone. It seems like that there was someone else I was promising to give a shout out to. Um, in, but I think we've covered everyone. So hello, there's Brittany from the USA. So God bless you all. 
you know, Paul wrote in the epistles uh, to the believers in Ephesus uh, to, and then to the believers in Philippi and to the believers in Corinth. And I really um, feel that kind of love for the nations. And so I um, am airing this broadcast and sending it out to all 195 nations, to the believers across the world, that this would be a word of encouragement. This is coming live from the USA because these times require for you and I to have live, personal, practical encouragement from Almighty God. Um, and so I am praying in advance of coming on the air that God would speak to encourage you, to strengthen you, to comfort you. And today's word is, a, is that word of encouragement. It is the word trust. And I just want to warn you, maybe you think the word trust is something that you have graduated from already. You have put your trust in the Lord. Um, and I commend you for that. I have put my trust in the Lord, but I want you to know that the Holy Spirit's been kicking my behind in this area of trust, calling me to deeper trust. Um, I have just finished writing my fifth book in three years. God's been writing it through me. Hi, Hamie from the Philippines. God bless you. And uh, it is entitled Only God Works, Investing Now What Matters Then. And I can't wait to release this book to the nations. Um, and God has really been confronting this area of trust in my life. And I want to share that with you. Before we dive into the scriptures, uh, let me invite you to take a free copy of my book, um, Watch Your Word. This came out back in November. And I would love to give you a free copy in exchange for your five-star review on Amazon. You can go to the link there that you see on the screen, spiritmedia.us forward slash free dash book. And you can have this in ebook and audiobook. And if you're in the USA, you can even request a printed copy. But I would be so grateful um, if you would, first of all, allow God to speak to you through it and let it bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life. But then secondly, if you would leave a five-star review, your review can influence strangers. Uh, thank you, Nicholas. I really appreciate your encouragement. Here I am trying to encourage you and you're encouraging me, but that's the goodness of the Lord. He says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And so we cannot outgive God. Um, so next week I will be sharing the word success and I hope you'll be back for that. And then the following week, we'll be looking at the word purity. But today we are diving into the word trust. Are you ready? So let me, um, let me just give you three things in the, in real quickly in this episode that God wants us to understand about trust. The first one is God wants us to trust him. That's probably obvious to you, but God wants you to put your trust in him. Today, we're going to dissect that, break that down. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. It says, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. 
And right there is a call to trust the Lord, um, to rely on him, uh, gift, the gifts that you need, the fruit that you need in your life come from him. Look at Jeremiah chapter 17, verse seven. It says, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. What does it mean to trust in the Lord? What does it mean to put your confidence in the Lord? Um, the second thing God wants us to understand is that to trust is to rely on God, to rely on God. Um, I want to share some quotes with you from Only God Works. It's not been published yet. It will be out and very shortly. And I want to just share uh, some excerpts to show you. Good to see you, uh, Pastor. Um, and Barbara, good to see you as well. Praise the Lord. I want to just show you an insight to how the Holy Spirit's really been uh, calling me into deeper trust in the area of relying on our works or on God to do the work. The title of the book is Only God Works. And that is not a cute, uh, warm, fuzzy title. That is a revelation that God wants to impart to every believer in Uganda, in Pakistan, in India, in the USA. Listen to this excerpt that God had me write. Our American culture re reveres and rewards working 12-hour days and going with four hours of sleep. When it comes to rest, there is a real tug-of-war happening every day between God and the world. This isn't a casual decision. It takes faith and courage to resign from relying on our work and truly entering God's rest. And throughout the book, God has me really break down his call into a life of intimacy with him. With him. He has never given out job descriptions. He has called us to be, not to do. And yet the enemy is so crafty and deceiving us. The truth is God's called all of us. If you're watching this, God has called you, but it has not been to work. He does not need what you can do for him. He has called you to be in his presence, to be the work of God, to go and tell of the work of God. And there is a big difference. And every one of us, if we would be willing to admit it, can at times be guilty of relying on our own work instead of on God's work. So I hope you understand this word trust is not a casual word whenever it comes to God. It's not a one time we pray a sinner's prayer, we put our trust in God, and then we have arrived and graduated in the university of trust. It's a daily walk. It's a living verb that you and I practice every day as it relates to where are we depending? Are we depending on our work or on the things that only God can do? Let me share another excerpt with you. Today, there are 8 billion people alive on planet Earth. In 2022, there were 3.3 billion people employed worldwide. Both numbers are the highest they have been in human history. Today, a great deal of work is being done. 
yet the mission of God is far from finished. Something is horribly wrong. By now, you know, the problem is that we are busy in our own work instead of relying on God to do the work only he can do. God is confronting me and God is confronting you. He's confronting the church of the Lord Jesus Christ to stop focusing in on our work, being busy about our work, but to rest in his work and experience a fruitfulness that can only be found in resting. It goes against human logic. Human logic is no pain, no gain. If we want fruit, we've got to produce it. We've got to work hard. And the enemy will whisper that call to work hard for God to every pastor, evangelist, teacher, worker, sister, brother, everyone covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ to get so busy working that they have no time to be in the presence of God. I've been there. I confess my sins to you today. I've been so busy working for God that I've lacked the time to be in the Lord's presence. But for the past 30 years, God has really trained me to pursue first his presence. First, seek first the kingdom and all these other things would be added. And it's been in resting that I have experienced fruit like I have never in my life, immeasurably more God-sized fruit in me and through me. But it's been in resigning. Does that make any sense? In earthly terms, it makes no sense. God says, I want your resignation so that you will bear much fruit. We as humans, because of the fall, we are under corruption and we believe in, in the natural realm that we've got to strive and work hard to get the things that God wants to give to us. And yet in the book, God had me outline that in creation, God did the work. He gave everything that was needed in creation. And on the seventh day he rested, he said it was finished. In salvation, look at John 3, 16, for God so loved that he gave. Show me the business plan of man that brought the Messiah. Show me the strategic planning sessions of the corporate church that brought the Messiah. In creation, God had to give. In salvation, God had to give. Only God works. And in redemption, God has to give everything that's needed to fulfill Matthew 24, verse 14, that says, and the good news will be preached in every nation and every nation will hear it. And then the end will come. That describes God's desire to do a work in and through you and I that only he can give, only he can do, only God works. Praise the Lord. I see all these comments and I, I want you to receive this revelation. The book is coming and you can read it and it just really surveys scripture and outlines that he who began a good work in you will complete it. He's got to do it. And yet we as the church can get so busy trying to manufacture the work 
trying to manipulate the work. I've done that. Maybe you've done that. But only God can do what needs to be done to fulfill Matthew 24, 14. And I believe every new day I get more and more convinced that we are living in the end times and that God is going to finish this work of redemption very soon and that he is waiting on the church to resign from trying to do it alone and to get out of the way so that he can, he can do the work. It's in resting that he produces the fruit that will finish the task of redemption on the earth. Listen to this excerpt. Look around and you will see that God is moving around the earth. I am getting reports of revivals in Pakistan, in Afghanistan, in places that just months ago were closed out to the gospel. And yet there are moves of God with pre people seeking God and like never before. Let me continue. Um, God is moving among the earth, preparing people to long for his return. Look and you will see the world is literally dying for redemption. Right now, more people are seeking truth and righteousness than ever before. They may not know and understand that the answer is Jesus, but they are still seeking. God's plan has always been the good news of Jesus. If ever there is a time in human history where a watching world needs to see the people of God rely on God, it is today, March the 14th, 2023. Tomorrow, March the 15th, 2023. The next day, the next day. Now is the time for the world to see the church rely on God. Rely on the work that only God can do. Now is the time for the, you know, we have culturally a great resignation that is happening. Don't think that God is saying, why are all the people wanting to resign? I mean, look, look in the media and just go and Google great resignation and you will see a move of people since COVID not returning back to work or they are making complete career changes. It is, it is a phenomenon that's happening. The great resignation. Don't dare think that human beings are doing something more genius than God. There is actually a move of God for the people of God to resign from their work. You know, we actually come to Jesus, pray the sinner's prayer, and on Monday go back to work. But all throughout the Bible, Jesus confronted people and they left their work and joined him in his work. And so I just want to ask you, what is your work? If you go to church and you're about the kingdom on Sunday, and then on Monday, you go to work and God's got his work over here and you've got your work over there. You're not aligning in this area of trust. I haven't been at times in my life. God wants us to trust him to the point 
that we're willing to trust in his work, the things that only God can do. Only God can convict the world of sin. Only God can offer unconditional love to the world. Only God can, can, can forgive sin. One of the things God had me write in Only God Works is that any, at any given time in every family around the world, there is someone wreaking havoc in that family by trying to do the things that only God can do. It's called control. It's called trying to get your loved ones to change. And you might be seeing discrepancies that need to change, but only God can bring the change. Even Jesus' disciples got into trouble when they went out trying to cast out demons without him. And Jesus taught them some come out only by prayer and fasting. Why? Because only God works. I've got one more passage I want to just share with you. Um, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9 and 10, um, Paul said this. I want you to listen because I resonate with this. Paul said, in fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from mortal danger. And he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him and he will continue to rescue us. If ever that is a word for America, wow. That is a word today for the USA. A word today for India, for Manipur. For Nagaland, there is more suicide and homicide happening around the world today. People dying, taking their own life, taking the lives of others. Listen to that in this word again in that context. Team, bring it back up on the screen. Start again with Deuteronomy, Second, Deuter Second uh, Corinthians chapter 9. In fact, we expected to die. COVID, gun violence, tornadoes, and storms. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God. Is that your testimony? Who raises the dead. And he did rescue us from mortal danger. And he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him and he will continue to rescue us. And the third thing God wants us to all understand is that he wants to trust us. We should be trusting him so completely that he is able to trust us. Look at Luke 16. When it comes to fruit, when it comes to prosperity, when it comes to wealth, when it comes to the gifts of God, Look at Luke 16, verse 10 and 11. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who can trust you with true riches? 
do, do you trust God to a point that he can look upon your life and know that he can absolutely trust you with the riches of heavens, with the riches of heaven? And I'm not saying that with suspicion and doubt. That is an examination question over my life. But it all starts with you and I resigning from relying on our work and resting in the work that only God can do. Just a closing question. When it comes to work, whose work are you depending on? So don't allow the enemy to make you guilty in feeling like you are more under corruption whenever it comes to God trusting you. Your prescription from God, let's say that God examines us and finds a deficiency. The prescription he's going to write is depend upon my work, not yours. You know, we get into trouble. We become corrupt the more we depend on our work. Because then we've got to hustle. We've got to grind. We've got to manipulate. We've got to control. We've got to use people to get things. And yet, go back to what I was saying earlier. In creation, the Father had to give it. In salvation, the Father has to give it. And he did. Jesus said, it is finished. The work of creation is done. The work of salvation is done. Now God is doing a work of redeeming you and I, mankind, the earth to himself. The Father's got to give it. If it depends upon you, you've got to manufacture, manipulate, control. If it depends upon God and you're trusting him, then he will be able to trust you. And he will unleash the riches of heaven in giving the kingdom wealth for kingdom good. I'm living proof of that. Will you allow God to do the God size through you? Are you depending upon the fish that you can catch? Or are you depending upon the feeding of the multitude through you? There was a day 30 years ago that God said, Kevin, you can feed your family, but only I can feed the multitude. Everyone watching this show can feed their family, but you'll never see God feed the multitude through you until you resign from even being the provider over your family. It doesn't mean that you're going to go lazy doesn't mean you're going to start just sleeping instead of, instead of doing anything. I am very busy, but I'm not busy in my own agenda. Jesus said to his parents, 12-year-old Jesus, don't you know I need to be about my father's business? Jesus was busy, but he didn't do the work. The father did the work through him. The disciples were busy, but Jesus taught them, it's not you, it's in the power of the resurrection. In that verse I read, it said, um, we learn to rely on God who raises the dead, the power of the resurrection. So I hope that you have seen God just really expand the area of trust. It is a gift. Even your trust of God is a gift that God will give you if you'll rely on that.
instead of on yourself to manufacture trust. I mean, when you really get a hold of this revelation, it is so freeing. God empowers everything that he wants from you. And so he wants you to trust him. Will you let him give you the trust that he's looking for? Will you rest instead of work? All around the world, people are so stressed. They're so tired. They're working so hard. They're spinning wheels. I mean, Jesus looks upon our cities and it's like sheep without a shepherd. They're harassed. And God's prescription is only God can do the work that they're looking for. And it's in relying on his work. It's in resting and being his work that we find freedom, that we find satisfaction, that our intimacy with God grows, that our faith goes off the charts because it's a heavenly gift, not something that we work to produce. May God give you eyes to see this, ears to hear this, and I hope you'll be back next week um, for the Kevin White Show. God is giving these words So this today sets the stage for this coming word, success. And that sets the stage for the next word, purity. And God has given us a word of prosperity in the presence of God. And he wants you to know success that is off the charts of the world's measurement tables. A success that only comes from his hands but purity precedes prosperity. And so I hope you'll be back for these coming weeks. Thank you so much, uh, Cannery, for your message there. Um, I praise God for each and every one of you. We'll see you back next week here on the Kevin White Show. Thank you, Vanit. God bless you all. I love you. Praise God for you. See you back very soon. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's kevinwhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.